Welcome back to the Twisted Builds podcast. Today we have uh, Kevin and John back. Hi, guys. Hey, how's it going? Hey. Hey, it's going good. It's been a long week already. We're only halfway through it. Heard that. <laughs> yeah, it's getting quite crazy. Definitely with my work. I'm sure John's been, because John's on Facebook, he's seen my post and I can legitimately say at this point, I have never been this far behind at work in my entire life. And you probably know the level of that statement. <laughs> is, is, is that a good thing though? That just means you got job security. <laughs> oh, I got job security. We're, I think we're scheduling into April at this point. Oh man. We're about, we're about the same. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's absolutely crazy. I am I've never been this far behind in my <clears> life. It, but which is I mean, it's no, good. I'm busy. But nobody's wanting to go buy a brand new car right now. I mean, everybody's wanting to keep what they got on the road. So Yeah, well, it's not even buy a new car, it's find a new car. That too. Yeah. Cuz I know we're having like we're good. still having stocking issues with new new units. We can barely get them in. Well, on my side of the aisle, it's a little bit different. Uh, we're hearing more and more of, I would rather go ahead and put the five grand into this than go buy something new right now. So I, I don't blame you or them at all. Yeah, I'm seeing the new it. stuff coming through. I don't blame them. <laughs> yeah. We've actually had people start coming in asking about the uh, break by wire or the, uh, what's the proper term for it? Uh, break by wire. You're, that's it, right. Is it break by wire? Yeah. Well, yeah. Because, so on the independent side of things, we have, Zero, no training on any of this new stuff that's coming out. None whatsoever. So, like, we're hearing about the stuff from the customers, and, you know, me and the other guys are looking over at each other like, hmm, that's going to be interesting when it starts coming in the door. Because we have no idea how it works. We have no schematics. We have no sort of data to go off of whatsoever. Nothing. The the liability is going to be awesome when it comes to the door. Oh, yeah. I can't can't wait for those to start coming through the door. The the Ford, the Ford ones that are break by wire. So like our 2020 and newer, a lot of our 2020 and newer products are break by wire. The F one fifties didn't go break by wire until 2021. Um, but like 2020 escapes, uh, explorers, um, the, some eco sports, um, some of the Bronc, the new Broncos and the Bronco sports, the 2021 F one fifties and newer, they're all break by wire. You compress the yeah. caliper like a smidgen and you ruin a $3,500 brake booster. And oh, yeah. you've got to like, in order to service everything, you've got to throw it in service mode and whatnot, which snap on doesn't have on their scan tools yet. Cause they're so new. Yep. Yeah. We're already so, running into t- issues on the, uh, on the older systems where they've got the electronic parking brake where yes. our, our, our aftermarket scanners are uh, not allowing us to do it and actually kind of funny a week ago i refused to do a brake job on a uh as a volvo i refused to do a rear brake job on a volvo because our scanner did not support putting it in service mode and Mm -hmm. my service manager goes just push the caliper and it'll be fine i said no i'm not no i am not even going to go down this road i I flat refuse I mean, it'll be fine. I don't blame me one bit. When something goes wrong, then the then the shops pay for it to be taken to a Volvo dealership, dude. No, <laughs> exactly. I don't want to have to do this. I'll be fixing it for free. Yeah, the shop will be paying for the parts and whatever, but I'm not. I'm not doing that for free. That ain't on me. I'll, yeah. I'll eat my my mess ups, but no, you need to listen to your technicians. Exactly. Exactly, that's, and that's uh, it's a thing. Uh, I've heard of a, not 
I haven't dealt with it at my dealership, but I'm friends with a lot of the other Ford techs around here, and they've been seeing it a lot from Monroe's. A lot of Monroe's are compressing like the rear brake calipers on F-150s that have the electronic parking brake without putting them in service mode, and the yeah. brake calipers are junk at that point. Yep. Instantaneous so. failure, and it'll even it'll even set codes. Like if you push yeah. it in, it'll set a code that it's been forced. So it's like yep. you can't even... You can't even try yeah, you to can't do anything that. about it. Yep, yeah, because it's a safety feature. Yes, sir. Yep. So, yeah, we're we're starting to really in the independent shop life. We're starting to really struggle starting with this stuff at new dealerships. Yeah. So I've yeah. been advocating and advocating to the, uh, any up upper ups that will listen to me that hey, we need to start getting training on the stuff now, or we're going to get left in the mm-hmm. in the dust. And for yeah. folks like me and a couple of my buddies up there that are either master or like uh, master certified or just like one or two, if I could ever pass my electrical ASC <laughs> away from getting master certified, we'll just go work at a dealership. It is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, and see, uh, you've come from a Chevy dealer, right? I did. So did they recognize ASCs? 100% they did. Okay. Ford does not. Yeah, so Ford is the only one that I know of that has their own separate uh, certification yep. systems. Uh, I've so. I've never gone after my ASCs because to Ford, it's literally toilet paper. It doesn't matter. I've heard that too. I've actually got a buddy that came from Ford, and he is. Uh, I'm, I don't know if you've heard of it, but the L1 uh, okay. certification through ASC. He's an L1 certified master technician. Didn't mean dog crap to Ford. Didn't mean one yep. thing at all. Doesn't and mean then, But on the flip side of that, he went and got his Ford, his Ford search before he came back to our shop. And those Ford search don't mean nothing to us. Yep. So it's a, it's a two-way street. But I think they should go both ways, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah, that's just my opinion on it. Yeah, a lot of it's also like individual like manufacturer training. So like I would understand if they would accept the basic stuff like – basic electrical or whatever i completely understand if you're like certified ASE for basic electrical electrical is pretty much the same all the way through so that's not a problem and then start training up on like this brand does it this way that would make sense you know what i mean Uh, yeah but see for me i I see where ASEs are valuable because in my shop i can literally be i can have four bays and i'll have a, a dodge a ford a chevy and a toyota yeah i mean so it's hard for us to get trained on on specific systems. Mm-hmm. So for us, it has to be generalized. Yeah, but anymore, as you just said, with the electronics coming through, you're going to have to learn the individual ones and how they do things. Yeah, so my shop is kind of an anomaly because uh, I'm not going to name drop, but I work for a, a nationwide independent shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, uh, my shop is kind of an anomaly because we have somebody that worked at Ford for uh, six, seven years. So he's really good when it comes to the Fords. Um, Mm -hmm. I work for GM. I've cut my teeth on GM. So like anything GM goes to me. We've got a guy that worked for Chrysler. So like all the weird Chrysler stuff goes to him. So we kind of all have our niches. But even now, I mean, he's we've been back. I've been back since 2017. He came back a little bit after I did. And now we're hitting, you know, 2022. We're starting to fall behind in such a short amount of time. We're getting new products in. It's like, I don't know what this is. I, I don't know yes. what the procedure is. 
and management does not understand. They're like, well, it's just a car. Yes, it is just a car, but these systems. Yeah, are but the technologies, the technology is yeah, moving. Completely different, yeah. and it's 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 accelerating how fast how fast it's moving. It's going zero to hundred faster than mm-hmm. we can we can keep up on this side of things because we're relying on uh, all data and uh, Mitchell yep. Pro demand and stuff like that. Well, that's a year, two years behind for behind. whatever subscription my shop is paying for. And that's not including, as you said, training. That's not including any training on the new stuff coming through. So yeah. it's it's getting crazy. I, I've I've definitely been seeing it with because I'm still friends with some of the local independent shops around here, and they're definitely seeing it. I, there's a buddy of mine again. I won't name drop, but he went from turning wrenches to a used car dealer because he's like, I can't keep up anymore. There ain't no way. It was he was yeah. a small, just a couple man crew. But the technology right now is just moving so fast. It's there. There is no way. Yeah, right now our saving grace is that here in Oklahoma, there just doesn't seem to be as many people buying these. Mm-hmm. Pardon me, uh, brand new cars coming out. So we're still dealing with the the you know with 2015 the with the older stuff. But that's eventually going to run out. It's well, eventually going to happen. Mo- yeah. Most of that's probably because Oklahoma. We don't really have yearly emissions testing like. A of other states That's so true. you can keep yep. your older crap box on the street longer on the road but either way yeah. it's eventually going to run out yeah it will yeah yeah and yeah the new stuff will get old and then they'll be coming through yeah yep and i i don't like leaving money on the table that's not what i go up there and i spend 10 plus hours a day to do if there's money on the table i want to take it home that's my whole purpose <laughs> yep. of doing this that's all and our purposes I, for doing it. <laughs> yeah, and I hate having to go up there and go, hey, we don't have – it bothers me when I go, I don't know how to fix this. I don't know how it works. That bugs me to no end because I've always been that guy that, you know, this is my name, this is my word, and that's all you have. And yep. if I can't fix it and I don't know how it's going to work, I'm not going to do it. And that bugs me so bad. So yeah. – I hope that they'll start giving us some training. Maybe when their profits start dipping down, they'll be like, oh, we need to send these guys well, to school. They're, they're, they're probably just relying on the fact that since they are all newer, they're all under manufacturer warranties for at least the first yeah. three years, maybe five years. Uh, so yeah. they're probably just allowing that to be a buffer for them mm-hmm. to roll out new stuff and save them some money for the next few years, even though it's going to end up costing them really in the long run by doing that. Yeah, because that's one and of just, our big things. Tire steering breaks the suspension. I mean. Yeah. And just imagine when everything goes electric. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's, that's why I'm getting, actually, all, if getting it does, all my ducks in a row. If it does. I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here. Everybody thinks I'm kind of crazy about this, but I don't think it's going to happen. I, I think yeah. it, eventually it will, but I don't see it's not feasible right now. We yeah. don't have the infrastructure for it. Well, yeah, that's what I was oh, telling you was a few weeks ago. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. The, we, we, we don't physically have the, I, the capability to transmit that I amount of power a, to every house a, at the same time every day. I don't want to turn this yep. political, but I do feel that it's a political facade right now. Oh, I agree. Uh, you know, I respect everybody's opinions. You, you have a right to your own, whatever. In my, I just think it's all political right now because – I mean, you hear these Teslas, you have a Tesla for four or five years, the battery pack goes out, it's $25,000 for a new battery pack. You know how yeah, many that's cheaper than ours. cars I've worked on in a, in a day? <laughs> I, I mean, you can't just throw out the car after five years. It's yeah. just not feasible. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. well, maybe you can. Maybe you can now. It's it's no longer 
keep stuff and fix it. It's just toss it out like everything else. Yeah, it, it, it made it's cheaper. It's planned obsolescence in five, five to yep. ten years. That's not. It's not sustainable. Oh no, absolutely not. Yeah. But it, like you said, it's, it's a facade to make everybody feel good when they first buy it. Exactly. Uh, no, like so our Mach E battery is like thirty eight thousand dollars for just the battery Gee, before oh, labor does fall. Bless America, yeah. are you for real? I'm dead serious. I would rather you, take and there's and there are and here's the thing like there's certain areas underneath that battery you dent it at all it junks the entire battery like you run over really? something and it dents underneath it literally in there's areas of that battery it dents an eighth of an inch that battery's junk and you can't just well no because are those like multi cell batteries or we fix them so can you replace if, if they are. Yeah, if we have a cell that's bad, we're going in after that in that battery and fixing it. But okay. again, if like the tray that that battery lays in, if there's certain areas of that tray that are very precise and they get dented at all, the whole battery's junk. That's insane for $38,000. That's, that's not including I'm... labor. That's just the battery. See, it's not feasible. Well, the, la I mean, the labor on the battery swaps is, is going to get dropping pretty quickly too because you even have – Tesla proposing like side hot of the swaps. road, almost like five. Yeah. Hot swaps, kind of like the five minute yep. oil change places. You can just go in yes. and have your battery swapped out instead of waiting to get it recharged. So you can just yes. go in, pull on a rack. Somebody drops it, throws a new one in while you're sitting in the dang car. So yeah. been Our stuff's not designed like that yet, but I'm sure it's probably coming at some point. Well, my question is how does the dealership make money off of that? Or even warranty wise? You're not going to thirty-eight grand a pop. I mean, you have two of those. Yeah, we are. Well, that, that's why. That's why they're replacing the individual cells. They're not replacing them. Well, he was yeah. saying if one gets dented, they got to replace the whole thing. Well, but that's yeah. not warranty. Uh, no, that's that not warranty. Road, that, that's, that's customer road, pay. That's road debris. You should have. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. That's road debris. That's, that's customer pay. So that's that's either uh, insurance or that's out of customer pocket. I could I could see a lot of a lot of insurance claims. Yeah, you're about to get dropped. How much money for that? No, we're gonna fix it. Find hey, someone hey, else. Even on the high end, what is a thousand, two thousand dollar deductible? And they're like, yeah, I'd rather pay that and just have my insurance claim it. I want two thirty eight grand. Yeah, no, I'll pay the two grand for thirty eight. Yeah. Then I'll then I'll have my my rates jump fifty bucks a month for a few years and call it even. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard on those mocking for the trainings you have. You guys had like virtual reality. Yes, you're not wrong. Um, I actually I took the Mach E training and they were introducing the V or the virtual reality. I my class didn't do that part. Um, I kind of think it's dumb. Uh, you're dealing with a battery that. So, for instance, the Ford training I was in before. All right, for the older hybrids, like the older Escapes, like the 08 Escapes and whatever, and the actual hybrid vehicles. All right. They, they gave you like the rubber boots and they, or they showed you the rubber boots and the rubber gloves and the rubber mats and like this carbon pole that has a hook, like a shepherd's hook on it to where if you are getting zapped or whatever, a coworker could grab that, that carbon pole and pull you off the battery or whatever. The Mach-E training, they're like, yeah, you screw up, you're dead. There's there was no safety equipment around, none. No no rubber gloves, no rubber boots, no rubber mats, no nothing. You screw up, you're dead. Don't screw up. So they like we service the battery in training. So but yes, we are going in like our Ford scan tool has the ability to find out which cell is junk, and we can look up in a chart like 
it'll be like, you know, cell A, cell B, cell C, so on and so forth. And we can look at a chart, what cell that is. And we will drop the battery out. If it's under warranty, drop the battery out, replace that cell, balance everything back out with a charger that could take up to 24 hours and then put the pack back together and get it back in the car and get it going again. So, so for that, would you have to would you have to drain every other cell and then bring them all back up at the same level? No. So the the balance charger would actually you're not wrong. All the cells need to be within 0.1 volts of each other. Actually, might be tighter than that. But anyway, uh, that cell like that balance charger will bring everything equal. So the new cells you put in because you always replace them pairs. So like uh, they're side by side. So if you have one that's bad, you're replacing two. And okay. then that's that uh, balance charger will bring those two cells up to the same voltage everything else is at. And then once that's done, you unhook it and then you put the battery back together, hook up the series bars and everything and then put it back in the car. OK, OK. Ouch. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like a yeah. whole lot. Of, I don't want <laughs> Well, well, have, have you heard about uh, so was it some of the Formula One guy? I'm not sure if they, they were going to put it in practice or something, how they have essentially like a, a push to pass. So there's like boost restrictions in some classes and you can mm-hmm. hold down, let's say a button and give you a certain amount of, of, of overboost. I think that's been a, a thing for of, quite a while. Okay. Well, <clears throat> so NASCAR, so they released their, their new next gen NASCAR. And I which I haven't seen that. yet, but I know what you're talking about. I've heard about it. Yeah, it's all electric. No, they're not. No, they're not. Oh, full they, no, they actually got some cool stuff in it. And I'll, I'll tell you here in a second. But some of the things that they were trying to implement is a possible, like a hybrid electric motor to help with regenerative braking in, in corners. Yep. And then you have a certain amount of push to pass uh, to where it gives you so much amperage for so many seconds of a lap or, or every 10 laps. Yep. Or I'm not sure how that, but I, I don't think that's in the vehicles yet. Cause I was, uh, I was, I was looking at an article today and they got some cool stuff. So they, they messed with the arrow a little bit on some of the new cars, uh, they're getting rid of, I think, the front splitters, so they're losing front downforce. They got like a weird belly, belly wing downforce thing to, to kind of have the car hug, but without a front splitter. They're, they mm-hmm. moved, instead of the five lug, 15-inch wheels, they're going to single lug, 18-inch wheels, aluminum wheels instead of steel. Because they got some, uh, some people that were just not tightening all the lug nuts and saving a second or so on the, on the, uh, the pit stop, but... They got some uh, some really cool stuff, but I mean, that kind of what? Yeah, you can get your Nerf guns. I don't care. Sorry, kids are bugging me. Um, <laughs> You're they're fine. playing outside, um, so that kind of brought it up. The push to pass stuff, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, so I, I know <laughs> Formula One, two, and three. I think have been doing that for a while because a lot of that stuff's now hybrid. And then you got uh, the electric Formula division, so like Formula E or whatever they call it, and that's all electric. But yes, I, that that's that's been a thing for a while. I'm sure you're probably exactly right. NASCAR is probably gonna have like some high kind of hybrid battery pack on there, and it'll probably be an electric motor that'll just add torque to the the drive line or add power, whatever you want to call it. Or or, to or even I, I know that the when it comes to electric superchargers, they're not really like electric turbos or electric superchargers. <laughs> that technology has taken off quite a bit too. So yes. I know that there's a few different generations of that. And everybody like five, 10 years ago, like, oh, that, that's never going to happen. You're never going to. And mean, now it's happening. Thinking like lead acid batteries in your trunk, uh, hooking up a, a blower fan yeah. like we did to Kenny's car back in high school. <laughs> we did some stupid crap like that trying to make it. But 
I mean, that that might be cool if they implement that dad because I don't know how are they going to. Maybe I'm just salty because I can't pass my damn electrical ASA. That's it. It's 100% but it. You don't have I, to say I'm the not, I'm not old guy that's just like, you know, carburetor. Like, that's <laughs> the way I'm getting right now. Like, I, screw all that electrical stuff. If it ain't got eight cylinders, I don't want to mess with it. Well, well the uh, the NASCAR stuff, since they're hugging the ground tighter, uh, they're actual true duels now. So it's side exhaust, uh, one whole bank. So you'll have four cylinder on one side, four cylinder on the other, no cross pipes, nothing like that. So the sound of the new NASCARs is nasty. I was listening to the idle clip and then getting on it. They sound like a nice street car. <laughs> That's going to be fun. Frustrating. I just, uh, I don't want to get off on it, but I can electrically diag cars. I do it on the daily, but I cannot pass that freaking test. I hate it so bad. So, so I don't know if you know, but I've, I've had the oscilloscope, my oscilloscope, uh, and I've been messing around with that, and I paid for the training. I've been taking that training over the last week or so, and I think you would benefit a lot through it because you can use a oscilloscope and physically see the electricity. I think that's what you're having the issue with. Uh, it's not it's not picturing the electricity in your head. And with something like an oscilloscope, you can actually physically see a waveform, see the voltage, or see amperage when it comes yes. to amp clamps instead of just reading a, a number off of the screen. That might help. So yeah, that might help with you. <laughs> so, uh, are you guys facing a giant tech shortage up there? Has it hit you? Yes. Um, at my specific shop currently, no. We have in the past, and all the shops around us definitely are. We I'm, are I, I got lucked out. I'm at one of the good shops. Yeah, what did you so say? We, uh, I said uh, we're going through it bad right now. Um, you can actually, I think everyone is, really. Good. He called me last night. What, what time did you call me? It's pretty late. Uh, it's like eight ish. I was at my job last night until nine forty-five. I have a like, yeah. You know, I got there at six thirty in the morning. Didn't leave until almost ten o'clock. We cannot get any. It's not even that we're not even hiring anybody. We can't get anybody to apply. Yeah. Like, and I can't even blame these. You know, the younger generation because here in Oklahoma City we have um, the Amazon district. Uh, oh yeah, the, the new warehouse fulfillment center, and it is okay. it is massive. Well, not only that, we had one, and then right next to it, they built one like three times the size. Too. Yeah, so if you're going, oh, how is that? Is it uh, uh, I forty? It's I forty. So on I forty heading, I forty four. Sorry, yeah, it's forty four heading like uh, southeast. You'll be driving along, and there'll be like a good four mile stretch of just of just of Amazon just warehouse one <laughs> or two warehouses. It's an Amazon fulfillment center. And okay. they're starting out at almost nineteen dollars an hour. But the oh, thing geez. is, with those, like they run their employees like slaves. Because well, I, oh they're, yeah, people true. Are looking at the nineteen dollars an hour, they're not. Looking yeah, because I, I know, I know probably a dozen people offhand that that have worked for them, uh, the one here in Oklahoma, or that still do, and they, they they're they're ran time to bathroom breaks almost cool. if you you can't call in sick you have to go in and see their own doctor in-house to release you for the day if you're sick and it's just well, I, maybe, maybe people are enjoying that why so, would i mean you who go, knows but why would you go apply at a at a, at a shop that st their starting pay is let's say 16 dollars an hour because i don't want to put any actual numbers yeah, out but, there you, but and you're going to be slinging tires do you know Doing lube, yeah. you know, lube oil filter, yep. doing, you know, flat repairs, doing honest, honestly grunt work because that's what everybody yep. started doing. You started that way. I started that way. You yep. were that way when you were working with me. 
Nobody wants to do that for $16 an hour when you can literally go five miles down the road, make $3 an hour more for less physical work. No, absolutely no brain power whatsoever. Cause there are some, days, <laughs> yeah. there are some days that flipping a burger sounds real nice. Cause I don't have to use my brain. Just <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's bad. It really is. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be as like, bad as it did. There's a, a, a mass laziness going on yes. amongst this new generation. And cause uh, at the trade school that I go to one of the programs uh, they have open hiring contract with a uh, control facility. I'm not going to name name the name of it, but an open contract with a controls facility that does automations. So like conveyor mm-hmm. belt stuff or or some robotic controlling operations um, and, or automatic switching and, uh, for electrical panels and stuff. And this company is has an open contract with any of the students that complete the program and get a certificate. I think it was like 21 or 23 an hour. It's something ridiculous starting out and then like after a year it moves like 25 and then it's it's if you want overtime you can work overtime every saturday or something like that so it's a massive amount of money and then nobody's wanting to like there was a the instructor said he had like 30 40 people in his in between his morning and afternoon classes i think one was mm-hmm. interested in that everybody else just they're using it as as a, something to get out of high school because they go to another building instead of sitting in yeah. a biology class all day and they're just lazy. They don't want to do it. They don't care about the money. They just want to sit home well, eventually, or do something gonna, lazier and then get paid gonna, to do something. The chickens else. are going to come home and roost yeah. at some point. Yeah. One yeah. Oh, that's happening. And as uh, you're already seeing it, as, as you said, John, it, the, the workforce is getting thin. People yeah. People just don't want to do this anymore. Like I said, in my particular shop, we've got a core group of guys that have been there forever. So if you look at the center of our shop, I'm sure you've seen – you saw kind of a glimpse on, of my shop on Facebook when my wife's car decided yep. to blow up on me. <laughs> it's, it's 10 bays, and in, in the center bays, you have all the all the high-level guys. So if you yeah. look at the center of the shop, those are where the big toolboxes are. Those are where the years and years and years of money that have gone into our careers goes. And when you're a, a, a guy coming in, you come into these guys that have got you know, $40,000 of, of their life sitting there, and then they're like, well, I want that. Or okay. more. Well, yeah. Gotta, yeah. You got to work for you it. You got to work for it. And then when they realize yep. how hard they actually got to work, they're like, no, I'm going to go, I'm going to go work for Amazon. And then yeah. they're in and out in less than a month. And it's like, you didn't even really honestly give us a fair shakedown. And yeah. you can't judge this off of that guy's got the big shiny snap on. It's got four bays and he's got all these shiny tools. And bro, we all yep. started out with, with nothing. Yeah, I mean, a basic hand tool set in a bag. This is essentially where we all I started out with Harbor Freight tools. Yeah, US obviously, I still have some. Yeah, so, do I. <laughs> so do I. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. It's just yep. nobody wants to work or be proud of what they do anymore, yeah. in my opinion. And it's, it's really that is a big a lot, part a lot of, of pride loss. That, yeah, a lot of pride there's loss. a lot of pride loss and people don't care anymore. And that's that's something I'm seeing constantly. Yeah, that not taking pride in your work. I can't tell you how many we actually had a, a a Camaro, which I'm very familiar with. That generation right there, fifth gen Camaro, um, come in and they have a really big problem with the uh, temperature blend doors actually snapping off. Okay. And instead of actually diagging it and actually doing it, they just threw an actuator in it. Instead of doing any sort of diag work, they charged this lady hundred and eighty dollars. And then when they couldn't figure out why it didn't work, they just shipped it over to a sister store of the same company, shipped it over to us. And it's like yeah. if you would have spent 
10 minutes is all it took me to diagnose it. Now, granted, I'm very familiar with them, but mm -hmm. if you took it any sort of time, you would have known you're going to yeah. have to pull the dash. I mean, I don't know if you saw yep. that video on Facebook, but that was that Camaro. Okay. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Uh, yeah. So it's it's crazy the amount of just not pride people have in themselves anymore. Oh, I see it constantly. Trust me. I see it a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah, Things I wish I could talk about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've got a couple guys in, in, in the shop that are, are like, come on, man. You could have done a little bit better than what you did. Like, yeah, this is this is all of our names here. This is how we get customers yep. coming back. This is how we keep making money. Oh, trust so, me. I feel that statement to my car. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. And, man, yeah. I'm just hoping that eventually we come out of this because it's not good. I honestly anymore, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. That's normally how it works. <laughs> but my thought it's going to still get worse. There, there, there yeah. has to yeah. be a pushback before it gets better, and I just don't see a pushback yet. I mean, I, just <laughs> don't, know how many, I don't know. I don't know how how late your shop is keeping you, but these what, 15, 16 hour days for me, I'm getting yeah. real fed up with it because I got We're, small kids, and that yeah. bodies can only take so much too, right? Physically yeah. haul well, the tires. That's why I was texting uh, Kevin today and said, "Hey, it's going to be a little after seven before we start." Oh, hey, hey, my, 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 oh, were, were you running errands or was it for your kids or were you talking about your body wearing down from? No, I was I was talking car? about the fact that I had to stay late at work to help train oh, new people before yeah, I, I had to leave. Okay, train so. people because I saw that picture. I saw that picture and you were complaining about something being stuck. My advice: just get a bigger hammer. But <laughs> oh, the torque, oh, the whole quality yeah. of work thing. I, I don't think I sent John this at all. Uh, brand new torque converter for a 2019 F 150 10R80. I'm overhauling right now. All right. So, the torque converter, yeah. we have uh, the factory scantle, we can see like torque converter slip and everything. It had like I think it was 175 RPM slip when desired was like eight. It was supposed to be locked up and it wasn't. So oh, wow. amongst other issues inside the transmission that had five out of seven or six clutch packs that were fried along with some other things. Nice. So I, it got a whole overhaul under warranty. We got a brand new torque converter in from Ford. I go open the box up and well, yeah, the torque converter, the internal stator is shoved all the way forward in the thing and won't move at all with your hands. Like it's, it's frozen there. <laughs> so brand, hey, I even it, took a pry it bar. can't slip if it's stuck. <laughs> yeah. I even took a pry bar trying to recenter it and it's like, it's not budging because now and then we'll have them. Those are kind of loose in the Ford torque converters so we'll have them where they'll, they'll stick a little bit you can kind of move them with your fingers or whatever or just a little gen general tap will get it where it needs to be and you can put it in this one was frozen frozen in place and brand, awesome. brand's making new in box they're on national back order right now and oh. yeah again so quality oh. of work quality oh, of work I'm, I'm seeing it constantly <laughs> Speaking of transmissions, I didn't even get a chance to tell you this, but I went to uh, get rid of the shop's scrap today. Oh, well, you should have told okay. me because I have to tell you. Pulled up where, the, where you dump the car parts and stuff at. Man, I am not kidding you. There was four, four L80s, like 1060s. Like somebody had a whole trailer full of transmissions and just dropped them. 
What? And I'm sitting there like, I wonder how much trouble I'd get in if I grabbed a couple of these yeah, beans. Just just down like, here. Hey, if you're going to sell for scrap, I mean, I'll, I'll pay yeah. you three cents on the, here, on the pound. Down here, <laughs> 80s go for crazy money. Yeah, we got we got lucky yeah. finding this at the junkyard. But I, I kept, junkyard will provide. I, I kept telling them, junkyard will provide. And we kept marching around. Yep. And we found one in the van for him. And it almost cost him his life. But we got it out from underneath that van. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled a hamstring and he pulled basically everything else up or body trying to lift it off his face but we got it out like around here we can find them at the junkyard I, the last one i picked up was they're going right for an 80 up uh, up here i should say is about a hundred dollars 150 dollars at a junkyard is what, what? We can pick them up oh for. okay at a junkyard yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the junkyard yeah you trying to get one private sale down yeah here, private, private sale a thousand plus yeah and yeah, even that, for a rebuildable core six hundred dollars yeah that that sounds about right for around here too yeah but i'm just thinking someone dropped all all those 80s off the back of the Hey, who, like, who, oh, who knows? It, it could have been something from like a transmission shop where all the bell housings are cracked, or or maybe there's yeah, some internal damage. Yeah, something like that. So, but still, I was like, oh, I kind of want to take those, even, <laughs> even if they were cracked. I'll just bring them back. <laughs> <laughs> just resell them to them. <laughs> yeah, you should. You yeah. should have told me though, because I got I got some scrap I got to get rid of. So, well, my bad. Next time I go, I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, do you got any uh, crazy, dumb customer stories, or? Oh, loads. Trust me. Uh, what can I share? <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, a little bit lax, more lax than you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my stuff's all new, so like a lot of it's just like people ruining brand new vehicles and stuff like that. Broncos. Got a few Bronco stores I can't oh, share. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's throw some big old tires on a brand new Bronco and go wreck it in a tree. With a <laughs> 10 speed. Yeah. Oh, yes. Anyway. So are those 10 speeds weak? Are they like the 60 of Ford or what's the – Well, you add – well, the thing is, John, the, you're, you're adding more gears. And so every gear you add, well, you have, have to have more gears for that gear. And then so you have to try to fit all in the same case footprint-ish. Okay, so let's so say we, we take that four-speed right there that you're looking at it and shove that's ten. A box. <laughs> that's not a box. There's three transmissions sitting up there. That's a boxy's line. There's three transmissions sitting up there. <laughs> uh, so so you take that transmission and you fit, let's say, six more gears in there where you need to keep it about the same size. Yeah. yeah. If they're going to get weak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, the, the, and it matters who you talk to. I was – Personally, at stock power levels, I personally was in, I think it was 50 in 2021. So not quite Jeez. one a week. but And that's 10 speeds in general. So that's 10 R60s, 10 R80s, and 10 R140s. So you have the 10 R60s are like our escape and like small SUV, well, mid-size SUV, I guess. Um, 10 R80 is our truck transmission, like our, our low trucks, our Rangers, F-150s, uh, Expedition, stuff like that have the 10 R80. Uh, F-250 and larger has the 10 R140s. Been okay. in them all. <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> but like you said, that's job security. Yeah. It is. It is. So I mean, Ford's, Ford's been cutting down on pay times under warranty oh. for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody has. Too. Yeah, everybody everybody has. Everybody has. Cutting, yeah, it's not just Ford; it, it's everyone. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's that's yeah. one thing we're seeing. I'm I'm getting to the point where I've done so many where I'm starting to break even on them now. 
but hey, well, uh, better than better than a net negative. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's like that again, going back to entry level technicians, they're not a lot of them want fed everything and don't understand how they have to pay their dues to get there. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. I, I'm running into that currently. There's a lot of a lot of techs that, and it's not just my shop. It's it's all the shops around. They're like all the kids coming in just want get given the world to them because they think they're hot stuff. And it's yeah. like no 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 no. You have to pay your dues and learn the same way the rest of us did. So oh yeah yeah. Like, and sometimes I've been, like, I've and I've always said like it's one of those things where you pay for your education. So you know you could either go to tech school or whatever and pay for that. Or you could pay for your education and a loss of hours learning, figuring out how this stuff works. And a lot You're of people don't understand both. that. Because, because <laughs> yeah. going to tech school, going to tech school is completely cool. I, I highly advise it. It will get you off on, on a running foot. But once you step yep. foot in an actual shop, all that really does – you have the basics, but it's completely different. You're going to have the price of tuition for a tech school, and you're going to have a price of tuition in the actual shop. That's just how it is. And everybody's yep. got to pay Yep. So I, I mean, I've agree there. Ten years I've been since 2012. God, and I'm I'm still to this day paying dues in one way or the other for the guys that have been doing this for 30 years or, or whatever the situation is. It's just the nature of the beast. Because when I'm there, if I'm still there, God willing, <laughs> when I'm doing this for 30 years, you best believe that them younger guys are going to be paying the same dues that I did. It's just the nature of the beast. Yep. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah. But like you said, kids nowadays they just don't have any any drive or work ethic. Nothing. Nothing. And I do feel and they just don't that. care. I do not care. <laughs> so do you have a lot of uh, issues with the automatic key fobs? Like meaning as in customers don't know how to work them. Like oh yeah, that's like a daily. What do you mean? I can't leave my key fob at home and take my car to work. Well, I mean, you can start it up. You ain't gonna get. I mean, some cars will let you. Some cars, some, will some you cars will let you drive away Ford. until you turn it off. Uh huh. Yeah, Ford. Ford will let you get there. I used like, for instance, if you had it in your pocket, you start a Ford product. You get out of the vehicle. All right, shut the door. It's gonna honk at you, saying, "Hey, I can't see the key." Go in your house, put the key on the the dresser or wherever. Go back to the car, hop in the car, drive it to work. It's only when you shut the key off. Like whenever you shut the ignition yep. off and shut the engine off, then you won't be able to start it back up. But I got a go, solution. What? Just keep it running. So just make yeah. sure you got a full tank. Just keep it running. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we have had yep. a huge because a lot of these newer cars are coming out with just the key fob. There's no there's no actual physical key. Yes. Push button start. Fancy. Yep. Cool. We have had, I don't know how many people I've had to explain to that you must keep this on your person. We had a lady that Top has a, a We're going to call her Becky. So Becky had a 2019 CRV. And she stated that she couldn't drive for more than five minutes without her vehicle dying, and then it wouldn't restart. Wouldn't do nothing. Mm -hmm. It'd lock her out, everything like that. So she brings us the car and the key. I drive this vehicle for almost 15 miles. There's no code stored anywhere. There's nothing going on. So I go back up front. I'm like, hey, I can't duplicate this. What is she doing to make this happen? Yep. And she goes, oh, I just, I get it. I get in it in the morning to go to work and it, and it just does it. And I go, okay, so how do you eventually get to work? Oh, I call an Uber. Okay. We can't find anything wrong with your car. So I'm, I'm really not sure what to tell you. Everything's checking out. Well, she comes back about a week later saying the same, it's doing the same thing. There's got to be something wrong with the car. 
again, I can't find anything wrong with it. So I asked her, I go, ma'am, are you keeping your key fob on you by chance? Just what's that? Literally <laughs> just reaching for straws at this point. Yep. And uh, she goes, well, no, it stays on my key rack. I go, is, is your key rack close to your garage by chance or whatever? So it was picking up the signal because her key rack was actually in her garage. Like you go out the door and it's right okay. there next to the car. It was actually picking up the car and allowing her to start it and to get just down, just down the street. <laughs> and, and, and then it would shut the car would shut off. Pushing oh, having it towed back to her house daily she and then was, just yeah. redoing the same yeah. thing. <laughs> I, I was literally like, you can't make this sort of oh, stuff goodness. up. Like, I literally so, really did not know. Well, okay. I was what kind of car? Head. It was a 19 CRV. Okay, so Honda. Yeah, that you wouldn't be able to do that with a Ford because of the fact that like you'd have to have the key in the vehicle to start it. It's got three antennas inside the vehicle that make sure the key's inside. But once you start it, it doesn't really care. So like you can yeah. once the vehicle is started, you can take the key out, shut the door, it's gonna honk at you and say, Hey, I can't detect the key. And you can get back yeah. into the vehicle, it's gonna do the same thing again, and then you can drive off. And it's not going to care until you shut the key off. I mean, it's going to remind well, I mean, you a that, few times. That, 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 yeah. that's, how the, that's how the new Chevrolets are, too, because oh, my, yeah. my grandma has one. As many a times I've been borrowing her car to go get her some cigarettes or something like that, and and it'll honk at me. It'll let me start it or whatever, and then I'll get out. Yep. That's how I me. thought they all were. I thought they all had to have I'm surprised yeah, that thought. Honda did that because, I mean, well, having yeah, a yeah, normally they're, they're car on top that starts stuff, totally dude. different. I, yeah, it was completely mind-boggling to me too because I literally had to yeah, – I basically crazy. had to play detective and ask her questions because when she brought us the car and the key, everything worked perfectly. So I'm sitting here – you know, because when you go to management, yep. they're like, oh, I can't find what's wrong with the car. And they're like, no, you're being lazy. Go figure it out, you know, kind of situation. It's like, no, yeah. there's nothing wrong with this car. Like yeah. – and there wasn't. So yeah. – now I – Trust me, with new vehicles, I'm I'm asking my service writer to probe the customer all the time for more information. Because it's like, yeah. if well, any customers listen to this, give as much information as you can, because that always helps us figure out what's going on. Yeah, well, you wouldn't go to the doctor about something and be vague. Think of it the same yeah. way, please. Well, it it exactly. doesn't also apply to uh, automobiles, because when I, I used to run a parts and service at, at Northern Tool and Equipment, and... Well, number one, uh, for the shop, I was the only one running the, the parts and service shop. So I would have to deal with the customers all the time in the phone calls and order the parts. So I would rarely be able to have time to go back here, back there into the back of the shop and actually fix the equipment. But when I was talking to the customers, I'd have to I'd have to probe them. And then it got to the point where I was talking to the manager and said, hey, if you want the stuff fixed instead of just me being a salesman, I need to be back in the shop working on the stuff. So they were allowing the cashiers to start taking the equipment in. And I had a whole two-page questionnaire that I was making the customers fill out of, of what they were doing with it. Uh, what did they check? Uh, because of stuff like that. I mean, they'd buy small engines and they'd have like a, a few drops of oil in from the factory and it'd be enough to start it or it'd coat the, the little oil sensor. And then when they started everything and warm up and it drained down and died, they're like, well, I don't understand. It was just running. Well, you didn't put oil in it. Well, it came with oil. I'm like, no, it didn't. It came with a few drops because they test ran it. <laughs> So like, there's so so many so many things about dealing with with God. I don't know. Maybe IQ is just dropping amongst everybody. Oh, I agree. <laughs> oh yes, that's a thing. Well, wallets are expanding more than IQs. That, that's the thing too. But you also <laughs> got to realize that these people don't have the technical knowledge that we have. So you know, when, that's true. 
you know, when you get told, you know, oh, I have a noise, and we're like, okay, is it like a ping? Is it a, a BB in a beer can? Is it a hum? Is it a growl? I don't know. It's yep. a noise. Like, I don't know how to describe that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I can, I I can see the other side of it, but like yep. information, like going going uphill, accelerating while turning left, it makes this noise. Like I need to know the uphill, accelerating, turning left. Not that it makes a noise yep. when I'm moving. Because <laughs> I, I get that yeah. a couple times a week. Yeah. And yep. it's like, well, it's not enough information. Imagine yeah. working with, oh, so my uh, – Apple CarPlay doesn't work in this manner, but it's only with one phone and then not being provided the phone to figure anything out and come to find out it's a single app on that phone that is causing everything. And when you take the app off the phone with the customer's permission, everything works fine. Well, see, see the problem with there is that first word you just said. Apple. Uh-huh. Okay, that, that's the, that's the right. problem with the first you know word what? you just said. I've got an Apple. Y'all, yeah, I Y'all like my Apple. Apple. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, Dale, I'm with you right there, buddy. Yeah. I, I can't. See, I'm not. I'm not I'm, mad about I'm, I'm not an Apple fan. Um, yeah. It's actually funny. I got to be on the other side of that for the first time in my life when it came to my wife's new car. So, as everybody knows, hi, I'm the Jonathan. His wife's car exploded and tried to fix, and was so kindly informed that. It's you not ain't, possible ain't, for me to fix it myself. Well, it is possible, but I mean, well, I'm I don't not, know no, no, if it's no, no, possible. No, no. Oh, it's for possible. You can do it. It's possible. It's not possible because I'm not going to spend four thousand dollars on tools for one single motor. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry. Uh, am I physically capable? Probably. But anywho, um, so I, I got tired of, of, see, of see, the I, board life. It, it just goes back to I think you're just lazy. Just like you know, those I'm things. extremely lazy. <laughs>
because you're putting em- emojis on the contact name. So like, say your significant other, you had a, you know, your significant other's name and a heart beside it. All right. That'll li- yeah. that would literally completely shut down and black screen the whole radio. Mm-hmm. See, see, if she, see, that's if that person called, see, if it was an Android, whatever. it would just spell it out in, in, in numbers and letters. No, see, so uh, <laughs> no, no, my, no, no. my, my no. significant other got upset because she had to go through all of her contacts and get rid of all the emojis next to it in order for everything to work. So with her maybe maybe that'll bump IQs back up a little bit, so we're not using imagery. <laughs> we're actually going to have to make people spell again. America, spell again, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Android Play, which is a thing as well for uh, Android, Android something. I think it's Android CarPlay or something like that. It's kind of like Apple CarPlay, but Android's version of it. It's the same thing. Yeah. But yeah, That's it's... True. Don't integrate anything. Just keep everything separate. Uh, you know, uh, like, like he was saying... We don't, we mine, don't need no synergy. Mine is a 2013 Kia Forte six-speed yep. manual. That's where it's yep. at. Um, all the, Nothing. It's got four tires somewhere to put gas in it, and sometimes it's got AC that's kind of decent when it gets hot I, down here. I, I just want my 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 manual windows back, so that way I can roll them up and down. I, I miss manual windows. Extra stuff, yeah. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't miss manual well, windows. My, my, but I think we're young enough that we really didn't have manual windows. Like, I don't know who you No, I mean, no, I mean, no, I, a lot of the vehicles I had had manual windows, but the thing is, my truck... It was. It had manual windows, and then when I bought it, the previous oh, owner yeah, converted it over. After so they used they used an aftermarket window kit with. Okay. It was integrated into an aftermarket uh, alarm system, and it was like a two in one ordeal. And then I've had nothing but issues since I got got rid of that thing. Lost and short when he my windows don't work. If I have to order McDonald's, I gotta open. I gotta open the door. <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty nice truck, but it's pretty ghetto at the same time. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you can blame the previous owner for that because I'm about to pull those things off and just hook a power drill to the window and call it good. Love it. <laughs> but then again, I can honestly say it's probably the only GM 60 swapped Ram 1500 that I know of. Yeah, and, and I know of I think three total, and mine's one of them. <laughs> yeah, and like the other ones aren't even in Oklahoma, so yeah, Word. rare. It's got that going for it, which is nice. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, but no, I, I, I hear you with the whole beater car, because that's what that Fiesta for me is. It's just a cheap little car. I mean, it's got the Sync 1 system in it that has its monthly... Every month, I have to do a master reset to make it work. But after, besides for that, it's a good little car. It's been great. But again, it's a manual. It's not the DPS6 automatic with the clutch that fails constantly. But it's have you guys gotten into that at all? I imagine you guys would be doing stuff like that. No? No. I've heard nope. something recently. What what auto manufacturer? Was it Ford? They're they're trying to use manual transmission, clutchless manual. Yes, that's Ford. That is yeah, Ford. Yeah, I just, I just saw an article yep. a few days ago, something about that. How does that work out? Or can you can you share any of that? <laughs> yeah, it's I just can share really it fast solenoids because just banging it in gear. The the awesome thing about Ford is the fact that you guys hear about the same stuff I do at the same time. So because oh. it's public <laughs> knowledge. Yay! <laughs> yay! There's times I've heard about recalls on public news before I heard about it through Ford. I oh, love that's it. amazing. 
That's awesome. That's amazing. Definitely when you get customers calling, you're like, hey, I, I heard my car might have this recall. I was like, oh, that's cool. Let me go look into that because I haven't heard anything about it yet. I'm always on the Ford websites all the time. <laughs> Uh, YouTube. Uh. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, uh, here's a you know, national news chain. Oh, that's the recall they're talking about. <laughs> anyway, uh, what was the question again? No, I don't even know. We went off on another tangent. Oh, yeah, the 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 the, 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 the automatic manual transmission. Yes, yes. So um, it's pretty much a manual with a computer controlled servo to run the clutch. So you'll still have like a six speed transmission. Um, and what's going on is it's using a force sensor on the shifter. So when you start applying force or like the change from first to second, it applies the clutch for you. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I, I foresee this working great. With four <laughs> this is going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, and on to your other question. Our shop, it, it depends upon how cost effective it is for not the customer, but our shop in our management eyes, gotcha. which is hard for, because for me coming from the dealership side of things, I, I, I'm not scared to dig down into it and, mm -hmm. and do stuff like that. Like for example, a while back ago, I was texting you questions about that, uh, that, uh, the E250 transmission that was yes. all jacked up. That was the deepest that I was ever allowed to go. Because okay. they started realizing how quickly it was going to become a rabbit hole, a rabbit hole and how expensive it was going to become. Gotcha. So my my shop likes to do just remove and replace. Gotcha. Um, I, I don't have like, to say that. Yeah, I figure with like the focus clutch because A, it's a common thing. And B, now snap-on scan tools will do it. And OTC sells all the tooling to do it. I wasn't sure if like you guys would be doing that kind of stuff or not. But so our Ford guy, anything with those with those uh, transmissions, he said, "F that, I want nothing to do with them. I'm not going to touch them." Gotcha. Okay. So on our end of things, we're lucky because we can always play that. Oh, we're not smart enough to do it card. Just send it to the dealer. To you, to you unlucky souls that, that has to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> but I hate doing that. Um, yeah. But yeah, just a lot like, I understand because I, I did probably five years independent, maybe six years independent. So I understand. Yeah. And like there were t there was times there was one independent dealer, uh, which the dealer's not around anymore. So I can say their name. Their, their name was Family Auto. I used to work for them. They were local to me. I uh, worked for them for three plus years or so. And um, there was one, I'll never forget it. It was a Volkswagen. It was a brand spanking new Volkswagen, had 5,000 miles on it, like 5,100 miles on it. And I found out that um, the, the customer was complaining about the rear trunk light didn't work. So in those, in those uh, Volvo or uh, Volkswagens, it was like a, some kind of Volkswagen sedan. There was a trunk light underneath the, like you pop the trunk open and right underneath where you like put luggage or whatever, there was a little light right there that just wouldn't work. So, okay, I'll get it then. Check it. Well, I'm not getting any voltage to it. So the bulb's probably fine. I resistance checked the bulb. Well, I got resistance across the bulb, so that's okay. So I start digging into the track diagrams for Volkswagen, and that's always a good time. <laughs> and <laughs> found out right from their version of a body control module, I wasn't putting any voltage out. So we had to send it to... I was just to, about to ask that. Did they have their own control module for a rear trunk light? Well, <laughs> it's body control module, but yeah. So yeah. that module, their version, I don't know what it is in German, but their version of it. 
So we sent it to DOS, the Volkswagen. Control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we sent it to the Volkswagen dealer in the area, and it took them, I want to say like a week or two to verify it. And they, they were like, I got the paperwork back from them and they replaced the bulb, found the bulb didn't work. Then they went and over, like overlaid wiring and found out it wasn't that. And then they found the same diagnostic I found, which the BCM output wasn't working. They, you know, replaced the BCM under warranty and boom, it was fine. So trust me, like I understand the whole, I can diag it. I can figure right to the point, but it's under warranty and I don't have either the software to program it or the, you know, the ability to do it because it's under warranty. So they're going to want it done for free anyway, because it's under factory warranty. Trust me, I understand. Been there. We recently just found a a company there. It's called Elite and uh, they do a lot of module, factory module programming. Okay. So we, we just now in 2022, when we when I diag something down to a PCM issue, like I had a, mm-hmm. a, a Malibu with a fuel gauge issue and it ended up being a bad PCM. Now I can actually do the PCM and have a program. Oh, that's but nice. it took us 10 years to get to this point. So well, I mean, there, yeah. there, there's plenty of places out there to do it, but places that are out there reputable enough to allow the shop to i guess contract with them that's, well it's, that's they're actually owned by lkq oh really okay yeah, cool. they're a subsidiary okay. of lklq that's awesome y'all got lkq so, up there yep i'll try avoid yeah, like the black around. plague but yes we do yeah <laughs> <laughs> so what would you guys need lkq for used engines oh we still do customer work too so i mean oh, okay. 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 oh sure, sure. Well, that's my fault i sound yeah. absolutely dumb there <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. No, I we we like if for instance if we deal with an aftermarket warranty, which we don't deal with a lot of aftermarket warranties, but there are a handful that we deal with, and they want a used engine, then yeah, we'll deal with LKQ and probably replace the engine three or four times until we get a good one. But really, I've, I've oh not yeah, had we have bad luck with LKQ. The one, the one here is it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And it's that's all, good. And it looks like a brand new warehouse, but everything yeah. that we got has been on point. Th- that's they're, good because that's not been my experience control. at all. Yeah, there was a stretch here uh, about six months ago where I probably did no less than eight 4L60 swaps <clears throat> through work again because I wasn't allowed to get in there and figure out what happened. Fix them. But every yeah. one of those that I got, they're still on the road and haven't had an issue. Yeah. Nice. Uh, That's at least, good. at least they're, they're pulling the ones known good that drove all the way to the scene of the crash instead of ones that came out of. They're probably marking them. Hey, this came out of a vehicle with no body damage. I wonder why it got scrapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here there was there was a we had a rash one time. I think it took it was engine number four three five eco boost before I got a good one. And I got to I the mean, point where, are, are like you the sure first, it wasn't just the same one getting shipped back to you the same no, I know. time over and over with I'm a different sure. tag? <laughs> they, you could totally tell they were different. But yeah, okay. it, number four was finally a good one. But the the first one, I got it off, got it ready to uh, actually, I got it mated to the transmission and went to rotate it over to put the rest of the transmission torque converter nuts in, and it wouldn't rotate at all oh that's oh, just seized right off the bat that's uh-huh. amazing oh lovely and, <laughs> and and more like there was one we got in and it had a massive rod knock right off the bat and never stopped never like you know you because now and then like if they're a little dry you'll get a little bit of just knock yeah. until it builds up oil pressure and it's yeah it never stopped 
it didn't stop at all. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, bless. I, I haven't had luck like that from them. Yeah, yeah. No, I've, I've had good luck from them, especially the, the parts which, that I've got. Which is good. I mean, maybe it's just the warehouse we deal with out here. But uh, yeah, it, that and Jasper quality more has been pretty bad. We, We've. I will never use Jasper. No, I've heard of them. Yeah. I don't think no. I've ever... No, 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 no. I had to put a five seven Hemi in a in a guy's truck, and we got a Jasper motor, and it was supposedly brand new out of the box. Went to fire it up, freaking rod. No, 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 no. Brand wait, new motor. wait, wait, wait a second. So, I think that might have been where I got the Dodge Nitro engine when we did that. That might have been Jasper. It might have, I think it was a reconditioned. I have no idea. Seven. I, I think maybe you. I dealt with them. I don't know. Maybe the, two thousand. Yeah, we, we it was bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last the last debacle we had which was just like a month ago was um a commercial outfit and i won't say the name that we service a lot of their uh fleet vehicles all right so they had an older escape it's like a 2010 escape that the transmission um third gear was just non-existent it like went through first went through second and just like cvt third just (laughs) 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 and so i mean so we got uh, we went through the fleet company and the fleet company kind of outsources their parts whatever they were like oh we're gonna put jasper trans in it i'm like here we go again so sure enough we get it in and I believe that time it was second gear with the brand, the new transmission. Second gear was just not there. It would go from first to third. It bain shift third really, really hard. And these are so you just skip that, over second. Yep. It, well, it would oh. tr- like I could watch with the scan tool where it's trying like hell to apply and it ain't there. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, so I eventually grabbed third, but and and that one I think the second Jasper one was fine, but still like we we've had we, them and if, LKQ if it, they both have been if, bad for us. If something like that ha- happens, uh, does Jasper warranty their stuff for paying for a reputable yes. shop? Labor again, yep. or do you parts like, and you know, labor charging Okay, yeah. so they'll yep. they'll reimburse you for the first time you've had to redo it. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So they, the they customer gets charged once, and then LKQ or, or LKQ will do it too. LKQ or Jasper will both pay for the second go around. So oh, or yes. you know LKQ, it's been the third or fourth sometimes. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's just crazy to me. Like I said, LKQ uh-huh. down here is really good. So I'm, I'm uh, glad to hear that. They're, they're actually around they're here. Self- their self pool yard is is really nice and organized, but what irritates me and Jonathan is that we'll go out there and we'll look through that chain link fence and see all the nice cars that they're pulling apart that they won't allow onto the yard because they're stripping them for the parts for their own warehouses. And I'm yeah. like, I don't want to spend triple buying that same part that was across a chain link fence from yeah, their warehouse right, right over there. Then, yeah, yeah, just, just get right, it. just get just haul it over this line just so I can pull that. Yep. <laughs> Oh, man. that's, I don't, I, that's just crazy to me. It's crazy how different places have different, uh, uh, different experiences with things. Different. Yeah. Yeah. With, with the same company. That's insane to me. Yeah. So, well, I mean, they're all over the United States, so who knows what sort of districting they do yeah, or, or exactly. district managing or <laughs> something like that. You might have one guy like wanting to press quality control more than another. Yeah. Which is probably yeah. honestly what it is. Yeah. Or, or even like a, I was, I don't remember. All right, do you remember me talking to you a few months ago about doing that that fuel issue and that my one of my buddies escapes? Yeah, we were tracking. Oh, down trust me, I remember. Module. 
or, or stuff all that like that. Um, he got a fuel pump from uh, some hole in the wall shop off here on I thirty five where they had a whole Rupert's. bunch of Rupert's, yeah, it's Rupert's, yeah. And then they pulled it. Well, they had a they had one of their employees test it before they gave it to us, and they just didn't know how to probe it correctly and test it. So instead of like testing resistance on anything, they put power to it. Well, you know what they put power to? The float. The cinder. <laughs> so, so everything, everything absolutely was, was screwed up and we went through issues with that because they didn't even know how to test their own stuff that they were selling. So, yeah, full circle back to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love I love us talking because it's just nonstop complaining about everything else, and we're always the goodies. Huh? <laughs> it's always the customer's fault, and the shop's fault, and the car's fault, and the no, manufacturer's I'm, fault, and the I'm engineer's up, fault. I'm no. messed up bad. I'm, I'm not infallible, yeah. and anybody that says they've never yep. messed up, I've never messed up. Full I, I am damn near perfect. No, you're not. Yeah, Every sure. Uh huh. No, we all screwed up at some point. I've toasted butters. I, I've, I've well, pinched gaskets. What, what I, what I, I, I am not allowed to rebuild differentials. I can tell you that. Much. <laughs> uh, how many thousands of dollars I've dropped in rebuild kits and bearings and and new ring and pinions right, until so, I finally took it to a shop and said, "Here's a credit card. Get it." I, I know that we're, I know that we're running long. And I'm like, oh, we're fine. This, this is the. This is a bad story. So we're oh, goodness, sorry. this is like five years, six years ago, something yeah. like that. He calls me up out of the blue, like most of our awesome stories start with And hey, it's always snowing or sleeting. It is always snowing or sleeting when his vehicle breaks down every time. But anywho, he calls me up, he goes, Hey, I want to put like a locker or do uh, No, do- no, the thing is, so when I had I had a Dodge Nitro in Maryland and I you sunk it in the river. I sunk it in the river. The thing is I would drive it up to water, lapping the hood, hitting the windshield on a weekend basis. And this thing would just absolutely eat. Like nobody else could touch me in their Jeeps or nothing from this Dodge Nitro that I just ghetto lifted and stuck some, some meaty F-250 tires on. Springs. F-250 Cause it's a coil oh, rear end. So I stuck F-250 front, front springs chopped like a quill or two off and shoved it in the rear. Like you should have seen the caster on or the, oh, it was bad. Oh, it was bad. It was like the whole rear axle shifted four inches forward from just the swing of it coming down. <laughs> but anyway, so he calls me, he goes, we he need goes, to rebuild hey, this differential. We gotta rebuild this differential. And I go, I mean, okay, let's give it a shot. Right. So we I, we I watched through. hours of videos. I'm yeah. like, you know what, this is manageable. So I have the tools, I have the on. indicators. We did this in the dining room of the apartment that we lived yeah, in yeah. at the time. Yeah. So, so, and that 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 pinion nut needs like something like five gajillion foot pounds of torque. So, because like, you're crushing a crush sleeve too with that yep. pinion nut. 50, 50 yeah. ugga duggas with a with oh, a, not even ugga duggas. It was like eight foot pry bar standing <laughs> on the end of this axle, and with a torque wrench. Okay, we got it to click finally. On the second story, in a second story apartment dining room. Oh, with, with linoleum floors. Yeah, with linoleum Jesus floors. Anyway, oh so he, we, we paint it. We paint it. He, like, everything. Yeah, I do the compound. I check the backlash. Everything goes to the point, and it winds. Put it in the car. Didn't even make it. Put it in the nitro. Five minutes. Starts just, it, starts it, sounds, it sounds like I have a, a motorcycle behind me just, just wrapping it out. 
Like I have a little Jixxer thousand behind me, just like twelve thousand RPM following me everywhere. So he calls Yukon and they warranty him out for him. No, they don't warranty. I had to buy a new gear set because no, you got a no, no, I never got you. No, they would not warranty it out because oh, I did not have yeah. a shot do it. Oh, that's right. That's what it was. I bought three separate ring and pinions, three separate full <laughs> in, full install kits. So each one of these ring and pinions is like five hundred dollars. Each one of these install kits is like three hundred to three hundred fifty dollars. We went through that three separate times until I finally took it to an off-road shop here and said, put it in. And I don't know what happened because every time we would paint the gears, we'd check the backlash, would be on the dot. We had we had the color pictures of the paint pattern, how it should look, where the wear patterns should be in the center of the gears. Everything came out to the dot on the book perfect and could never get it to to, to We weren't doing the Harry Potter spell right. Yeah, we just wave a wand at it. Yeah. And and, and because of that, when I blew the rear end out of my Silverado, not touching it. We were like, nope, take take it to the take it to the rear end shop. Yep. Like take it to the off road yep. shop. I we had an experience. Here's with that. my credit card. Oh, Fix it. I don't yeah. care. Like, no, I'm, I'm That's out. Crazy. I don't. I don't think it'd be that bad if if it was like a third member. I think I could do a third member correctly. But when it comes Those to are like hella easy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can just have it up on a bench and then do everything right there. Uh, but when it comes to having to completely pull axles, hang underneath the car, do everything underneath the vehicle, it is such a pain in the butt. Now the first well, time we did me, it, we, we took the rear end out. Yeah, we had the whole rear end out. Like carrying the, the whole the thing, stairs. the whole rear end of the vehicle <laughs> up into the second floor of the, the second looks floor. That we were getting yeah. were priceless, yeah. man. Like, you know, you see I the memes no on doubt. Facebook of heads. Heads and dishwashers. That is yes. stuff we have done. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, whatever you got to do to make it happen. Yeah, I, and we had to load it in the back of the truck, take it to my dad's house because we we broke. I still have one of the pry bars around here, or not pry bars. One of the uh, I don't know. One of the one of the big things we use to screw it the up. The breaker bars. I, I broke like three heads off the top of the breaker bars. <laughs> I, yeah, but for the life of us, I don't I don't know what we did wrong either because we literally like buy the book, colored pictures. But we did something wrong. Yeah, we did something wrong. Everything was perfect. Backlash was perfect. It, to the thousandth of an inch, like just completely mind blowing on how it's That's how I learned up. how to read feeler gauges. Yeah. Or the, or the, 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 uh, Indicator. Indicators. Dial, yeah. The, the dial indicators. The dial indicators. Yeah. Yeah, it was because well, a lot better at reading them now as a machinist. I can tell you that much. But even back then, I mean, I had the mag base and I had the indicator, and it's set up within a thousandths, and I don't understand why it's not working because you have a five eight thousandths of of leeway on one side or the other, and it might smack dab in the middle as per the book. Yep. I don't know why it's still messing up. Yep. I would. I, yeah, I, I have to power. like for us. <laughs> what I was saying was for like me being senior master tech certified, like I have to build rear ends and whatnot. That's something like, you know, they hand you an RO that, you know, the rear ends whining, like we're all right, here we go. I would say probably from experience, were you using the new bearings on that brand new crush sleeve? No, what I was doing was uh, I sanded out the inner race of the bearings to allow it to be a slip fit to do a mock-up. Okay. And then the thing is, I would also, I bought an extra sacrificial, um, what do you call that? The crush sleeve. I bought an extra one mm -hmm. to make sure the preload and everything was right and that everything checked out for me to then tear it back apart, use the correct bearings pressed on and re-crush another crush sleeve. And then it was still yeah, that's coming your, out. Look, so look perfect. You're sanded, you're sanded out bearings. Were they the used bearings? 
Uh, no, they were the new ones. I bought a second set. Like everything, I okay. I did everything by the book. Yeah, as that's you, you that's should. about what we do. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Hmm. Yeah, I did. I, it, we're it just not. Me. We're just not. I'm smart. not a differential person. And maybe, no. who knows? Maybe I try it now, and then for the next hundred ones I do, they come out perfect. But You'd that be fine. one back then, three times back to back, or yeah. who knows? They got. Who knows? The off-road shop was like, we've done five of these so far. And on the test drive, they all whine. Give them a new axle. I would have never known. So, <laughs> <laughs> No, because I think we went to the same differential shop. And, and the one I went to, they did right by me. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, that the thing is, well, they also, too, the, the off-road shop here, you can either pay to get it done or you can pay to get it done. And I think it's like $500 extra and it comes with like a lifetime warranty. So, I was like, oh, might as well just pay that little bit extra. And if it ever whines yep. again or if I sink it in the river again. Take See, it back to them. They gave me Take a lifetime on parts, and that was included in the price, but they didn't give me any option You're, for Well, uh, you could opt out of that lifetime warranty, too, and it would have been a few hundred dollars cheaper. Well, no. I'm, I'm saying I didn't even get the because I think I paid like $1,700, mm -hmm. and they, I got a, a lifetime warranty on the Detroit Troop Track in the back, but yeah. it was only like a six-month, 6,000 mile. It, it might have just been parts. Or something like that. Oh, okay, that, that sounds yeah. right. But. So, yeah, I mean, I know I've got lifetime warranty parts, yeah. but I've put that rear into the ringer now, and it comes back from We put that trans through the ringer, man. Yeah, dude, my truck has got the little 4L60 that can. I yeah, swear. it is. It is the 4L60 yeah. that can. I know. We have all some I, crap I, with that. I've been seeing it. <laughs> like, uh, it, it gave out reverse when he was in Tennessee and then just gained it back again, and it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I was leaving a convenience store one night. That doesn't normally happen. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, well. I put it in reverse. And so in Tennessee, which is, there's a lot of hills. Like, everything is on a fucking hill in Tennessee. So, I'm sorry. That's my phone. Um, yeah, they're fine. I'll talk to you later. Um, freaking, I go to back out of this convenience store, and I put it in reverse, and I'm trying to go uphill in reverse. The truck just starts rolling forward. And I'm like, okay, well, a typical Chevy issue is it breaks a little plastic retaining clip on the shifter cable for the transmission. Yep. So I'm like, yep. okay, cool. I just pop that off. I'm just going to jump under there and, you know, I've got yep. some zip yep. ties in the truck. I'll make yep. something work. Um, I get under there. It's perfectly fine. I'm like, oh, oh, crap. You know, my <laughs> transmission just went <laughs> There's out. something inside, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I get back in the truck. I call my significant other and I'm like, hey, I'm going to need you to come get me because the truck ain't got reversed and I got to, you know, I'll figure all that out later. So she comes to get me, and for the grace of whatever reason, I start the truck back up, throw it in reverse, and it worked. And never gave me another issue. But I was like, I had it in reverse, and I was like revving it, like redlining yeah. it. Like maybe it'll, you know, you'll get that 60 smack. And it'll yeah, yeah, 60 smack yeah. out there. I know exactly <laughs> what that thing. is, but I've never heard That's it called out. Thing. I know what it is, though. <laughs> I mean, even right now, it is slipping so hard between third and four. Like, like when I'm trying to like screw with somebody on the highway, I better do it in the first two gears because if I hit three, four, it, it's like nope, won't do it. Nope, it, it'll just it'll go all the way up to fuel cutoff and shut me all the way down. It's just it's done. Yep. But it, it, it still starts up and gets them back and forth. So I he drove it over here today. I literally <laughs> drove it over here, and then I had like. 1600 pounds of scrap in the back of it today and it just went along just fine because the day that it blows up is the day the that transmission my significant other is going to let me do the 80 swap on it hey we we can take it out to a lake and we can blow that transmission up no the because she's going to know when i purposely break it uh, i can't be that uh, obvious yeah, we'll take it to the car wash. <laughs> i got tied to a tree yeah, i don't know why my foot slipped to the floor <laughs> 
Yeah, I have no uh, idea. I thought I was in a clutch car again. I don't know what well, happened. I was pressing I mean, two looks, pedals at once. I didn't expect it to last as long as it did after we did all the motor work to it. Yeah, because yeah, we, we it, yeah. it's cammed. It, it's there's a bunch of stupid stuff done to it. We went in, we went on tuning, we turned the torque management off. We yeah, torque management completely off. Safe and the thing is, off. I didn't even turn it off. Somebody else has previously been in that that EC with HP tuners. Turned it all off. torque management has been deleted. Not just not just turned off. All oh, of it's been geez. deleted. So when it comes to like pulling timing for shifts, it, it never did that. It doesn't do so it. So it was just banging yeah. full timing through shifts, and it was still eating it. <laughs> so I don't know. I've never been inside this transmission, so I don't know if it's a built 60 or, or what the – I use quotations. There. I yeah. forget we're not on YouTube. Yeah, but – I, I don't know what it is, but it's it's hanging in there so hard. Like when it goes out, I'm probably going to turn it into a coffee table just because it's it's tried its best. Yeah, turn it on its end and then make it a bathroom sink. No, no, no. It's going to be a coffee table because <laughs> I would be put cool. that thing through hell. <laughs> so I mean, two hundred thirty thousand miles on it now, and it's still. I'm going to drive That's it home. A lot. Yeah. Now, now, watch it. Yeah, now, now it's going to blow. We're, we're now it up. I'm going to get a call. In about 20 minutes on his way home. Hey, man, I need you to tell me. Hey, <laughs> I need you to tell me. It finally came yeah, out. We yeah. were talking good about it on the podcast, and there it goes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, we need man. a turbo. Wait and see what it'll do. Uh, no, Put a turbo not. on the 5.3 and see what the transmission will do. You got two turbos, bro. I do have two you got turbos. the turbo manifolds? I do. We have the technology. We have the technology to smoke that 60 the kingdom come. Yeah. <laughs> we'll send it to the moon. One of these yeah. days. One of these days. <laughs> oh, All right, guys. Hey, it's been great. That, that was a good yes, podcast, sir. guys. Yeah, definitely. So I think we we're going to wrap it up here. Oh, yeah. It was a good time. Sure. So thanks to all our listeners for uh, listening to the podcast and we'll catch you next time. Bye.